Welcome. I'm Asa A, and this is The August Light, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other sh- Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me in all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hello, and welcome back to the August light. On today's episode, we're doing something very special. I have two amazing guests who have graciously decided to bless me with their presence. Now, these two are a dynamic duo that I like to call double trouble, but they are a good kind of trouble. They are no strangers to the August light as I had the pleasure of having both of them on season one, but on separate occasions for obvious reasons. It was so much fun the first time, I had to have them back again. If you haven't figured it out, I have Drea and Michelle in the studio with me to talk about trauma, where it stems from, how to heal from it, why we need to understand our personal traumas, and how it shows up in our relationships and everyday life. Just so y'all know, this will be a two-part series as there's no way I could pack all this goodness into one episode without overloading y'all. Now, for those of you who need a reminder, Drea has a bachelor's degree in psychology from Spelman College. She holds numerous certifications ranging from academic diagnostic testing to teaching to sales immersion. She has experience working with kids with autism and mood disorders. And since the last time we talked, she became a national keynote speaker for her company. In her spare time, she hosts the Life 401 Advanced Shenanigans podcast with her partner in crime, Michelle, who is a master's clinician. Michelle received her master's from Northwestern in clinical mental health counseling, and she's a national certified counselor. As many of you may remember, she's also working to become a certified sex therapist. Please welcome back to the show, two tons of fun, Drea and Michelle. Now, before we launch into our discussion, I want to start us off with some inspirational quotes. Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Rosa Parks. All right, so now that we've gotten our inspirational quotes out of the way, let's go ahead and get to the questions. So the first question, what is the clinical definition of trauma? In my understanding, the (laughs) clinical definition of trauma is any emotional or psychological pain or issue or that is a result of an event that you found disturbing or distressing. You want to add to that, Michelle? It's usually defined like an emotional response to an event. Usually a negative event. All right. So the next question, since we got that out the way, we know what trauma now is. Where does trauma stem from? Is it specific to infancy, childhood? Is it passed from mother to child? Is it genetic? Yes Yes and no. Yes. Yes. All that? All of that. All of those things. So trauma is different for different people. You can experience trauma from things that happened to you in childhood, things that happened to you in young adulthood, things that happened to you yesterday. Some people do believe in generational trauma. For Black people in particular, we talk about the trauma of the transatlantic slave route and American chattel slavery as trauma. There are some beliefs that trauma can be stored in the body and the genes. And so that's how it's that passed on part. For people of Japanese as well, they say that the trauma of internment camps Mm -hmm. has been passed on to make them the 
you know, quote unquote model minority, minority, which is a myth fully. But yeah, trauma happens and comes from literally anything and everywhere and every time. And the truth is two people can experience the same thing and have different responses. 100%. So something that might not have been a big deal to say one sibling was traumatic to the other sibling or vice versa. Yeah. So give us an example of that. Personal example. Oh, Lord, here we go. I got plenty. (laughs) I got too many. If you're comfortable sharing personal. I'll share a personal one because it's one I fight with my siblings about to this day. And it's funny. So I grew up as a military. It's probably not funny. I don't think it's going to be funny, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) I'm going to say it's funny. We grew up as military kids. And occasionally my father would do field operations where they do like fake war games. And they would need civilians to participate in these fake war games because normally in a war, there are civilians that you have to take account of. So he would volunteer his children and his family to be civilians in these war games. And I remember distinctly being in one of them and we were in like clay huts. There's fire and there's, you know, live ammunition going on. I have not heard the humorous part yet. It's funny. The more she talks, it's getting darker and darker. It is. I'm like, war games. It's funny. He's using you all as the civilians in war games. He didn't have a babysitter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My God. Bring your kid to work day. No. (laughs) No. No. That is that is called putting your kids to work. That is child labor. It was fun. We were running around for a while. It was fun. There was pigs. It was okay. There you there were huts with fires. And- yes, okay. there, yeah. there's like live ammunition going on. You're seeing people run around. So wait, live ammunition? It's the military. It was the. Military I'm just saying with kids in the 90s. Oh, you know they didn't care about kids. They didn't then? care. They didn't care. So I guess something went wrong because for a long time, my How dad. How dare something go wrong? Right. With yeah. live ammunition. And kids. <laughs> and kids. My and dad a, was oh. with us for the majority of it. Like we were running around. Wait, he left him. you. Yeah. Oh, so Lord. something must have gone wrong. He was a higher ranking military member. And so all of a sudden the floor opens up because there are underground tunnels that we weren't told about. And a couple of Wait. It's fine. Let me get through. Let me get through. So the floor opens up. These men pop out and they're like, hey, you got to come with us. And I'm like, I don't want him to go. And they're like, he, he needs to come. Something's gone wrong. So my father decides to be like you to my oldest sister. Watch a sibling. And he goes into the floor and leaves us. I found it extremely traumatic. <laughs> He goes into the floor and he left us. How old were you? I was like maybe four or five. Holy shit. How old was your older sister? Like 12. No one's old enough to watch. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, there were other adults and things there, but it was more. Wait, were these adults that you knew? No, but it it was fine. (laughs) It was fine. So he goes off. He fixes these things. But I keep this memory for years. I have nightmares about it. It's a whole thing. And every time I told my siblings about it, they'd be like, that didn't happen. That's not true. And it wasn't until I was an adult and I talked to my mother about it. that She was like, oh, yeah, he used to do that with you guys all the time. <laughs> like if he was working, he had one of these exhibitions. Y'all would just go. And she was like, yeah, that sounds horrible. And I was like, see, nobody wanted to believe me. No one wanted to acknowledge it because to them, it was just a thing that happened. And for me, it was like my father was taking away from an underground thing while I was very confused in the middle of a war. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at four or five, it doesn't make sense for you, especially if you're using live ammunition and you're recreating a war zone, basically. Yeah. And then your father disappears 
in the middle of a war zone. Right. Now, these things kept happening as we got older. and I eventually learned how to deal with it. But that first experience, or at least the first experience that I remember, was very traumatic for me. Siblings, not so much. They were fine. <laughs> so that's what I meant. Yeah. Same experience. That's a good, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. I think age played a part in how you all responded to that. Because if you were the younger sibling in that scenario, mm-hmm. they're a little bit older, so they can kind of grasp what's going on. Yeah. But your mind couldn't compute what was going on. Yeah. Like, Hindsight, hilarious. I'm still not sure where <laughs> the funny part is. <laughs> I, I, find is I deal with my trauma a lot of times by at looking all. at it through the lens okay, of okay. Is humor a way that people cope with trauma? Yes. Yes. Humor is a way that people cope with trauma. However. Bad coping mechanism. <laughs> I, was, I didn't say it. There is a time and a place for every type of coping mechanism. And so. It's okay. This. You can tell me. Covering <laughs> things up with humor means just that you've covered it up and you have not processed it and you have not come to grips with what it meant for you, which means when you experience things that are similar or remind you of that, you're right back in that original traumatic event. And it just piles on top. As my therapist likes to say, you're laughing and that's fine, but we have to take some time to talk about it eventually. So whatever way you're going to be able to talk about it, that's okay. But we've got to be able to actually talk about it. So... Humor is not always the best coping mechanism, but it's my go-to. So sorry about that. I mean, honestly, I think it's a a go-to within the black community. A lot of black families. It is. Humor is one of our major coping mechanisms to find some humor in it so that we can find some joy out of the situation that we're in. Yeah, that's that laugh to keep from crying. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to laugh and keep from crying. Laugh my pain away. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'm somebody who will smile through the pain. Yeah, clearly. I find those things funny. And a lot of times people will call it, oh, you have a dark sense of humor. That's fine. But it's also one of those things where you also have to acknowledge what's going on. If you're having this dark sense of humor without acknowledging what's happening or how it's made you feel, a lot of times that can snowball into things. And as Michelle said, if something happens to even slightly remind you or slightly trigger you, then you're back into those sets of emotions and you're back into that process. Mm -hmm. So can any good come from that, from coping with humor? Is there, a, is there a positive way to, to deal with something through humor? I think if you are not in the place to be able to process it in that moment, and humor is the way that you get yourself into a safe position so that you can process it later, I don't see the problem in that. So it's a good first step is what you're saying. It can be it a good first be. step. So something that we talk about in my field is something called sublimation. I'm going to... Operationally define it. Sublimation <laughs> is, is a defense mechanism or a coping mechanism that it seems is a little bit healthier because while you don't actively deal with the problem, you spend time giving back, doing other things. So you take that energy or that emotion and you do something different with it. Okay. You transform the energy or right. transfer the energy right. into something else. Into, or, into something that is not negative. Okay. So let's go to the next question then. Why is it important for us to understand our personal traumas? I'm going to let you go first. Oh, because hurt people hurt people. Amen. 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 Now, but what does that mean? Break that down because a lot of people hear it, but they don't have a good foundational understanding of what hurt people hurt people means. Okay. So when you experience trauma, it can change the way that you react to things. It can change the way that you communicate or the way that you problem solve. Imagine that you are in a new relationship with someone and you have trauma from your previous relationships, be it romantic or whatever, and you guys have an argument. If your 
your reaction to the trauma of an argument is I'm going to yell, I'm going to, I'm going to fight, I'm going to throw things. Now you are endangering this new person. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you aren't aware of your trauma and working towards your trauma, they say, if you don't take care of your wounds, you'll bleed over somebody who didn't cause them. Okay. Because you just touched on another question. So we're going to continue with this, but I'm a cocktail in another one, mixing another one. Do your thing. How does trauma show up in our relationships as adults and our everyday life? I think it can show up in a lot of ways, right? For the good and for the bad. Mm -hmm. Usually, not usually, I will say oftentimes it's to the detriment of the person who has experienced the trauma. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm going to talk about myself. I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> Go for it, girl. Go for it. That's what we're know, here for. A lot of kids who experience trauma of not feeling like they are being heard when they're a child or feeling like they are infantilized a lot when they are a child end up becoming adults or young adults who become kind of overgivers a lot of times or they put themselves to the side mm -hmm. a lot of times and as a result you don't take care of yourself because you're too busy trying to prove that you are an adult or that you can help or that you are worthy of help and that's really just a trauma response to not feeling like you were worthy of it when you were a child or when you were a teen or any time in your life and I think it's really important to remember that relationships don't have to be romantic. Oh, yeah. When we're talking about trauma in relationships, we were talking about trauma within your family, mm -hmm. trauma within your friend groups, yep. mm -hmm. trauma within your co-workers. Oh, co-workers. Yes. Oh, baby. Yes, co-workers. I can't tell you how many times people will go to a new job with the trauma from the old job thinking the new job's going to treat them the exact same or not giving their all or giving what they can to the new job because they think that it's going to screw them over. Like did the old job. But if you had a, a roommate that you didn't necessarily get along with or you had a distressing or disturbing interactions with previously and you get married and you move in with that in person, you're going to probably, if you haven't addressed it, you might carry over some of the issues from that roommate situation into your new living situation when this person is fully yoked to you. Mm -hmm. So give us some examples of actual things that people will see far as like trauma showing itself. For me personally, I think one of my traumas would be not asking for help and i think that's a big one common for a lot of people but black women in particular where oh, we yeah we gotta do everything ourselves mm -hmm. so give us some other examples of how men with crying yeah oh men yeah. with showing emotion in yes. any kind of way other than anger other than anger because they got anger down or extreme excitement which yeah. mm -hmm. comes out as violence or sexual energy or sexual mm -hmm. energy because um, that comes off as an aggressive mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. women being hyper independent being hyper-independent is a sign of trauma or could be a sign of trauma. I also think a common sign of trauma that not everybody thinks about is over-emoting. Explain. Yes. So if you have experience or in your experience, the only time people listen to you is when you are screaming, crying, yelling, throwing things, fighting. Your natural response when you feel people aren't listening to you or when you feel you need to be heard may become yelling, screaming, crying. It's the people who start crying immediately in any discussion. Okay, because I often say, now, <laughs> me personally, normally I'm pretty chill. I'm nice. Mm -hmm. I tell people things. For some reason, when I'm like calm and normal, they don't listen to Asa. They don't like to hear what they need to do from calm Asa. But as soon as I go off on your ass, and I turn into St. Louis Asa Ooh, and I start all yelling, of all of a sudden you hear me and you want to get shit done. Right. Or you get those gaslighters who are like, you ain't even have to do all that. Yeah, well, clearly like, like, I did. I did. 
sometimes it's justified, but I get yeah. some people who some are. Some people who it's the first thing they go to. Okay. If they your don't... first response is anger, yelling. We need... Oh, you don't know how to talk to people calmly. Like, yeah. Well, you know, okay. Yeah. Or people who are negative people. And what mm. I mean by that is people who can never see the good in anything. Mm-hmm. They're negatively attuned. And that can be from years of being put in traumatic situations. Relationship-wise, I know a woman who did not have great relationships with men. And so now, if a man does anything that is even remotely suspicious, she's like, nah, he cheating. He ain't good. He ain't this. So trust issue is a trauma response. Oh, because, oh, 100%. Yes, that sometimes can be rooted even as far back as infancy. Hmm. We're talking about attachment disorders. Yeah. Uh, okay. So attachment disorders can turn up in adulthood as trust issues. Yes. Yes. Because with attachment, when we're talking about attachment, that's the measure of how well can an infant trust that their caregiver is going to do or be where they need them to be. A baby that, that cries and has to self-soothe all the time grows up knowing that my caregivers are not going to take care of me. So now I can't trust that my mate is going to take care of me. I can't trust that my friends are going to take care of me. No one is going to take care of me but me. So how does that show for babies that what they would call spoiled? Like their parents are constantly It shows up in a similar way. So later on, they can feel like they can't do anything by themselves. Yeah. So I can't go out by myself. I can't go shopping by myself. I can't not be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Damn. So parents can fuck you off from when you are a baby. Yes. Yes. So it just ain't no getting it right, huh? Trauma's not true. The body. <laughs> oh, wait. Not true. <laughs> you can get it right. You can parents get it right. Can get it right. <laughs> yes. And even if your parents don't get it right, as an adult, you, you can, can get, get it, it right. I like that. So we've talked about trauma, ladies. We've dug deep. Now we've reached the point of the show where I get to do something fun or entertaining or challenging with my guest. Today is no different. Let's call this segment A Race Against Time. Now, let me explain. Since this is a two-part series, I'm going to make this segment a little more interesting. Today's entertaining segment will be played in two rounds. The first round will be Drea versus Michelle. You going down. And the second round will be me versus the winner. Today we're playing a game from a radio show I once played. I'm not sure what it was called as it was years ago. But the objective of the game is to name a certain amount of items in a specific category within 30 seconds. For example, let's say the category is cough medicine. You have to name five cough medicines within 30 seconds. There will be a total of two rounds and a third if the score is tied after the first two. Prior to the show, Drea and Michelle picked numbers to see who would go first, and Drea is up first. Now, I'm going to give Drea a category, and she will have 30 seconds to name five things from that category. Then, Michelle will go, but she will have a different category that she has to name five things from. We will do this twice for each person. If they both successfully name five items from each of their categories, we will go to a lightning round. In this round, I will give one category and they will go back and forth naming an item from that category until someone can't name an item. But here's the catch. They only have five seconds to say an answer. So if they take longer than five seconds, the other person wins. Now, the winner, of course, will face off against moi in the championship round in episode two, and the loser will become the game show host. 
I'm really hoping y'all tie round one because I want y'all to do this category from the lightning round so bad. Also, to make things fair, I placed the categories in a bowl and I would draw them at random. Are y'all ready to play? We ready? You ready? She said no. <laughs> no, but I'm going to try. You wanted to be first. You stole my number. I did not steal your number. I forgot. All right, ladies. Uh, Drea, are you ready? Sure. All right. So the first category is black literary writers. Oh, Go. fuck. Zora Neale Hurston. Langston Hughes, Alice Walker, uh, who wrote, uh, 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 Sister Soldier, technically works, um, 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 fuck, uh, what's his name? Shit. When I know all, I got some. I suck. I can't remember the last one. Uh, oh, oh, Carl, Carl, Tyree, or Omar Tyree. Time. I did it. Carl <laughs> Weber, Omar Tyree was what I was trying to say. But that ain't what you said. You I said was trying to say, I Carl did. Tyree, <laughs> <laughs> who is not a person that we know of that right now. Right. Did you already lose? You already lost? Did I already lose? Maybe I did. No, you didn't hear it. Well, you don't know because she has to go. I had uh, to go Michelle got to go She's going to get it. I'm glad you have faith in me. All right, Michelle, are you ready? I guess so. I was real ready. I was that. on the cusp. <laughs> I was real ready. I had some Nella Larson. I had all and, I, and I thought if anybody was going to get that one, it was going to be you. Nah, I read all more. Right. She does read All right, more. Michelle, your category is percussion instruments. Go. Um, snare drum, quad drum, um, triangle, percussion, percussion, xylophone, piano. Nope. Piano is a percussion instrument. It's debatable. Give me another one because that's um, debatable. Um, 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 Tapani. Say it right. Tapani? Nope. Spell it. I think I know which one she's talking about. I know exactly what she's talking about, but she's saying it wrong. What is it? Tiffany. There you go. Fuck you. <laughs> really? No, you still gotta go. Another one. Yeah, you still got one. More. Yeah, it's two. You don't listen. It's two rounds. I don't listen. So right now I'm winning. You're so competitive. I'm All right, not. Drea. Oh, you should get this one. All right. Are you ready for your next category? Maybe. And your category is green vegetables. Go. Oh, zucchini, uh, broccoli, cabbage, um, um, shit, vegetables, lettuce, butter lettuce, romaine lettuce. I feel like, no, she named lettuce twice. Two different types. Give me another one. Uh, cucumber. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All I right. I know those. Michelle, you got to get this one to win. Okay. Are you ready? Lose. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think she she should get this one. Tie with well, me. Should I give you some harder? No, give you give me harder. what you pick. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tie with me. You give me what you Are you, you sure? Pick. I don't, look, I feel like, how you gonna know? You have to go through them to decide. No, I can just pull another random. Let Rhea see it. She gonna know if it's oh. good for me. Sure no. Okay. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Category is chocolate candy bars. Go. Um, Wonka, Hershey's, um, 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 uh, you said chocolate bars? They have to actually be bars. 100 yes. grand. Um, Mr. Good Bar. Um, ooh, 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 mounds. Wait, that's not a bar. That's not a bar. Um, I was going to say, that damn sure ain't no bar. That's not, <laughs> not a bar at all. That's not a bar. Um, time. Damn. Arrow. Who was Arrow? Snickers. You said a bar. Snickers is a bar. It's a fucking is it bar. A bar. Twix. Payday Kit is a Kat. bar. You Day said chocolate. Bar. You said chocolate. 
Arrow is also a chocolate. I've it's never, Canadian. I've never heard You've of it. You've been to Canada. I am baffled. And she said you were going to get that one. I just knew you were. She lied. I she just wanted knew me to lose. you were. She wanted me to I lose. I really thought you had it. I had better faith in you and the other ones that were left because they were very academic ones. Oh, well. And that's why I was I'm like, she probably would get this one. And I didn't know if you were a chocolate fan. I'm then. not. not and that's what I was thinking. I was like, she, I don't even know if she eats chocolate. Not really. You're not, but your mom is, so I assumed you would. I don't, I that don't, don't apply to her. That's no. not, she has to pick up chocolate for I, her mom. I don't want to be keeping track of what that lady likes like that. <laughs> you could have said scores bar. Like, I have a whole I don't even know what that is. See, like. It ain't my fault. I tried. I thought I had faith. Okay, so what is that? I lost. <laughs> We're tied. Yeah, they're, they're tied. You're tied. So you're going to the lightning round, which is really great for me, though. That's really what you wanted. <laughs> it's I what I wanted. I'm scared. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm so happy that you did that. Ladies, now we're going to the lightning round. So with the lightning round, there is one category, right? And I trust that, and I think this is true for both of you. You're both Harry Potter fans, correct? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I am not. Yes. Did you see my book back? Yes. Let's do it. I am not. Let's go. Fan. Have you I have literally never run, read any of the books. Did you watch the movie? I've seen the movies, but not well. Oh, too bad. <laughs> well, too bad. Well, too bad. You're in here. Well, shit. Gonna make me <laughs> excited. So this is what you're going to do. <laughs> Since this, you only have five seconds to answer. Okay. So it's going to go back and forth. Wait until I call you to go. Okay. Because if I have to verify her answer, so I want to make sure true. I find it. Okay. So now the category is Harry Potter characters. So this is the thing. If you name one of the major characters that are well known, you can give me just their first name. But if you give me somebody who is not well known, I need the first and last name. Okay. All right. Animals count. Creatures count. Anybody's name that was mentioned and we probably never seen their asses counts. Any name you ever heard in any of the Harry Potter movies is fair game. So I'm screwed. But just take the easy ones. Take the easy I, ones. That's first. what I'm going to hope for. Right. Okay. Well, you take the easy one. All right. Are we ready, ladies? We're ready. Yeah. Drea? Did you really just flip me off? No. You did. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. I would need you to have better sportsmanship here, ma'am. I'm no fun. <laughs> okay. Do you really feel like this is not a fair fight? I mean, because if it's not, I know she absolutely loves Harry Potter and I'm I deal with it. But okay, we're going to try. I have another category that has probably equally as long list. What's the other category? It is countries that end in a. Uh uh. That will even the playing field. It would even the playing field. But Mm -mm. we can try. Mm -mm. I'm going with that one, honestly. Because based off Michelle's response, I think you're both going to struggle with it. And I'm going to get I mean, we're both going to struggle, struggle with this. this. Yeah. That but is. Harry Potter, I was so close to winning. Why did <laughs> so rude? Because I was about to wipe the floor with her. She was. Because she was 100%. I was like sitting here being like, what characters as do I know? Soon as you and I had a that. list of maybe 10. Oh, then that wasn't going to be fair. No, I, I would have wiped the She was going to ruin me. She was going to ruin me. It was about to be not nice. Yeah. Damn. It was going to be been a savage. run through type See, of I thought both of y'all were fans. I'm not going to be that way. We're not going to be savage. So we're doing countries that end in the letter A. All right, ladies. Drea sure. is on you. Ready? Oh, fuck. Okay. Set. Go. Argentina. All right. Georgia. All right. Ghana. All right. Albania. All right. Um, I'm fucked. I don't know. Cuba. Okay. Angola. Okay. 
Guyana. Okay. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Indonesia. Okay. That's time, Michelle. Okay, great. I, <laughs> I had another one. It was Korea. <laughs> and Korea had North Korea and South Korea. Actually. Yeah. Ah, you won. I win. <laughs> you get some Nigeria. You get And I know how to win. Gra- I lose gracefully. I did mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all named something. That was a lot better time. match, though. It was. Yeah. Y'all, and you, she almost fucked up. She got one like within a second of yeah. being called. Take I think it was Cuba. She hit that right. I, I was like, Cuba. I was like, damn it. I was about to call her ass. <laughs> it came to me. It came to me. All right. Looks like it will be Drea versus me next week. So make sure you tune in for the championship round. It sure to be a lot of fun. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of the August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.